Hello. Jeffrey, how you doing? All right, yourself? Wonderful. Can you hear me clearly? Yes, I can. Excellent. Happy Christmas Eve Eve. Happy Christmas Eve to you too. <laughs> <laughs> we're all, we're in the home stretch there. Just a couple more days. This is true. Mm-hmm. We're just waiting on her to come in. She get ready. Alrighty. How your day been going? It's been full. Uh, I think next year, if I'm in a, like I've planned out next year already, but you know, plans are subject to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think next year I'm, I'm going to build in more checkout time where I'm just not doing anything. Just free blocks of time to do. I hear that. Yeah, you need some time for yourself. Because you can't get too busy. You don't want to get burned out. Hello? Okay. When um when my phone I have to keep my finger on my phone, I guess, to prevent the screen from going black. Oh, that's weird. It is. It's an iPhone, so I, I if you are an iPhone user and you know how you, I can avoid that. Um did you do a new update? No. Oh, okay, so I'm noticing new update phone been acting a little crazy. Mm-mm. No, but I'll just keep my finger on the screen. That's what I had to do last time also. It is all good. That's weird. <laughs> all this technology. I know. <laughs> you got these problems. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. So um, I'm chalk it up to I'm supposed to keep my thumb on this screen for a reason. <laughs> That's true. I know I was thinking like, well, I want to do one before Christmas. I would like to get Tisha and Robin, but I don't know. They might be busy. Oh, Tisha. It's it's pronounced Tisha. Tisha. Sorry about that. Yes. I'm glad you asked us, though, because you just never know. Yeah. I'm like, well, they might be busy, but don't hurt to ask. That's right. Don't hurt to ask. And look at that. Excited. Jumped at the opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, you know what? I appreciate that um, you have been able to coordinate with so many people that I nominated for your show. I appreciate that. Um, oh, yeah. I, I started hitting connect, connect, connect. <laughs> and they're responding, it sounds like. So, yay. Yeah. Pretty good. much majority of them has. Good. I'll tell them to show up out and they'd be enthused to be a part of it. Absolutely. We're here to support you. Now I have amazing stories. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, wow. That's how you got yeah. to where you are. That's pretty awesome. We're part of a great community and you know, it's we, we want the community to grow and uh be inviting and welcoming to other entrepreneurs. So, you know, I'm I'm so grateful that you and that you and I connected through Robin, whether directly or indirectly. I'm appreciative of that. Yeah, I'm appreciative of that. Y'all both have been willing to do it, and the love that's been shown, spreading the word and the message. Because mm-hmm. my viewership has increased when I checked the analytics. Like, wow. 
Yay! This is awesome. I saw a post about that. I hope it's increased even more. Yeah, because on on the laptop it said two hundred and five listeners, but on the phone, when you check and stuff, it don't show that part. Jump out odd. I'm like, okay, Okay. this is weird. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow. Mm -hmm. I know what this podcast would do, but definitely networking on LinkedIn. It is really growing. Yeah. Do you ever sing on your podcast? I have not actually done that live. I know okay. I played a song for my album, but I have thought about doing an episode to like let people hear maybe a song or two of the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Hello, Robin. Hi, how are you doing today? All right. Good. Hi, Hi Tisha. How are you? I am blessed, love. How are you? I'm doing great. All right. We got you both awesome people on here. I'm going to play the theme song. We're going to get started. All Welcome to another episode of Middle Ground with J.O. Lee, where we treat you like family. Season three premiere, we have a real treat. We have two awesome entrepreneurs on the show. The small business cheerleader, Tisha Hammond, and Robin Wilson, educational consulting, LLC founder and CEO, Robin M. Wilson. Welcome to the show again. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Great to be back. Yes, I figured today we'll talk about authors and entrepreneurs and what that we journey is like. Mm. So, we can get right that. into it. First question I came up with, how do you balance marketing your book and growing your business? That's an excellent question. You know, I'm going to let Tisha go first and then I will answer your question, but that's an excellent question. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Jeffrey. So I'm going to start by saying I don't look for perfect balance. I like, I'm comfortable. I'm okay with with working in a state of imbalance because as I read that word, it says I'm balanced. And and if I'm balanced this way today, fine. If the balance looks different tomorrow, fine. I'm okay with those things. Uh, When it comes to marketing the book, Look, it's difficult writing a book. It's mm-hmm. it's harder releasing the book. And it's 20 times harder telling the world you'd like them to buy the book and why and what's in it for them. Um, so I can't say that I find the balance that I love or want or have strived for or planned for. But what does happen mm-hmm. is that when you build a community around your messaging, the community helps you market the book. The community tells their friends and family and fans that your book exists. And having those ambassadors and, and those champions for you, uh, that that's priceless. It's beyond a value. You can't put a value on it. And I, if there is a balance to be found, I find it there in community who is helping tell the story. Okay. 
I agree with Tisha. I think that brand ambassadors are are incredibly helpful. And I think especially when people have had a positive experience with your company or with your book, just like any of us, we we share our positive experiences with others. And so for me, because I'm a children's author and my company, even in my consulting practice, I work with nonprofit organizations that serve uh, youth. And so for me, it's a good fit because when I'm invited to go and speak at conferences or at different events, I will often ask, well, are there any opportunities if I wanted to um, to set up a table, for example, to offer my, my services or my products or my book at the event? I'll give you an example. So uh, recently I learned that I was selected to give two presentations at the Michigan Reading Association next March. And so okay. one of the questions that I asked one of the facilitators is if it would be possible for uh, the conference to purchase copies of my books to give to attendees, those who attend the event or who attend my session. And so I was told that I could participate in uh, the exhibit that they they have, they have a specific uh, program that's okay. a part of this conference where if you have a product or a book that you would like to market or sell, then you can do that, you know, during that time. So those are some ways that I actually marry the two, my business with my book. And sometimes both of those opportunities might exist at conferences, like the example that I just gave. And then other times, um, you know, you just really, <laughs> you have That's to idea, take opportunities as they come. And, and I completely agree with Tisha, you know, as you get different opportunities, you, you definitely just try to market your book along with your business. Okay. And now I just came up with this one because y'all kind of both answered the second one with the balance. If you got this book or you tr you just started a business, how would a person go about utilizing LinkedIn from y'all perspective? Mm, all right, now I gotta <laughs> say that LinkedIn is my jam. I love LinkedIn. This is mm -hmm. where. A majority of my client referrals come from. This is where the community known as the Global Pep Squad was founded at. And how do you maximize LinkedIn to, to let the world know that you have written a book? So one of the great ways that you can do this is, of course, you likely have your book residing on some other web platform. Uh, a landing page, a squeeze page, its own website, your website. Um, the the booksellers have your book on their websites. So of course you can create various posts from different websites, you know, showing where your book is residing at, who is selling your book, who just purchased your book. I know that when I uh, send out signed editions of the Daily Devotional for Entrepreneurs, I have a sticker on the packaging that says, you know, something to the effect of, 
take photos and write online reviews. Um, and then of course, when I see those reviews and those photos online, I can create posts from that curated content as well. Another excellent way to utilize LinkedIn to share the story of your book that you're creating or have created uh, is to create a showcase page for your book. So, you know, LinkedIn allows individual profile pages, company profiles, and showcase pages. And certainly your book can have that and you can invite followers to it. Um, you can definitely encourage your connections and followers to review your book online and then tag your book's showcase page or add your book's link to their post because you want that earned media. You don't always want to be the one talking about your book, but yeah, you have to be the one talking about it. <laughs> but it, yeah. it, it, you get more credibility when other people are talking about it. And that's, that's either earned media or paid media. Um, so those, those are some of the things top of mind for me. That's awesome. Robin? Yes, I agree with what Tisha said. And also, um, just simply being consistent with with posting every day. That's something that I'm actively working on because as long as you know who your target audience is, I really love LinkedIn too because it allows me to connect with the leaders of organizations that would be interested in, in having me either come to speak uh, at an event, an upcoming event, or who might be interested in my book for an upcoming event where they're working with young people. So I would also say consistency is important as well. Um, another thing that I find helpful attending conferences, attending conferences where you know, or not just conferences, but events where you know your target audience is going to be. Now that we're in the middle of the pandemic, um, something that has really become even more popular are virtual, uh, virtual discussions, doing virtual book discussions is another, another strategy that I will also offer because when you do virtual book discussions, it'll actually allow you to reach a broader audience. Even if you cannot physically travel around the world right now, some people are still traveling as we're, we're walking through this pandemic. But even if you are someone who is an author and you really would prefer to be closer to home right now, you still can reach a global audience if you really tap into uh, resources like Zoomed in and other virtual platforms, because that's actually um, one of the strategies that I plan to use in the new year as I continue to market my work is to really utilize uh, digital media so that I can reach a broader audience, even in the midst of this pandemic. Man, I got so much left, y'all. There's some great knowledge right here. Jeffrey, can I share for instance with the audience here? Go ahead. Um, I, I love what Robin said about, you know, hosting virtual book discussions. And if, if we're specifically talking about LinkedIn, you know, individuals have an opportunity to apply to be LinkedIn broadcasters where they can stream using a, a third party software uh, into LinkedIn live, right? So uh, this is something that I 
highly encourage individuals to take advantage of, even if you're not yet an author, but can see yourself being an author and you, you create regular content on LinkedIn, then certainly you might want to go ahead and, and put in an application to apply to be a broadcaster. For the Daily Devotional for Entrepreneurs, we've created a 84 days of continuous live streaming each day um, on LinkedIn and other platforms because I remember when we were wrapping up publishing and, and getting ready to release the book, my publisher, who was um, Detroit Inc. Publishing, made a comment, not necessarily to me, but I was present in the moment. And uh, she said, your book is your business card. And that resonated wow. with me. And, and so because I cannot really get my business card into hands across the world, but we can connect virtually. Uh, I use the, the live streaming platform to discuss my book every day. We're, today is going to be day 39 of 84 days. The Daily Devotional for Entrepreneurs is meant to be read, to be read over 84 days, 12 weeks, a season of life. And um, we're on, we're almost halfway through that. And it's, it's garnered a lot of global attention. We have viewers and commenters and, and fans from six continents. We are actively trying to find representation and support on Antarctica. And we believe that's going to be coming because we have a lot of people championing the book and, and trying to share the message as well. So LinkedIn is, is a great platform. I would highly encourage individuals to make sure your content is also somewhere where you own it. So your website, stream to your website, um, or, or make sure that, that your, your content is coming directly from you and it's not like gonna be held hostage by some, some other platform if, if it got shut down or something. You don't wanna lose all of your connections. You know what I'm saying? Man, that, that at least is something I just thought about. How do you go about creating your own website from your perspective? That's an excellent question, too. I think, you know, like Tisha was just sharing how your book is, is like your your business card. I think your website is like your storefront, because when people visit your website, they are not going to spend a lot of time uh, on your website. So you want to have a strategic design in place. I would recommend for any business owner uh, starting out, uh, hire someone who can design your website. I would recommend having a clear vision for your website. Know what the purpose of, of your website is in terms of what you are selling. And if you can't communicate that, then I would actually say, you know, take a step back because the, the content that Tisha was just talking about is like the breadcrumbs that lead people to your website. But once they come to your website, you want them to you want to deliver on on your your promise. So whatever services you offer, whatever uh, type of products you provide, you want to make sure that you can identify a skilled website designer who can support that vision and create something that is not only going to, to look aesthetically look good, but it's going to cause people to 
to actually take action. And that's the key is you want people to go to your website and be able to take quick action and not leave your website before actually taking the actions that you want them to, to take. Man, they they, they better listen to this one because y'all giving (laughs) some great, great information on how to get in the game. Wow. I got some better ideas how to do my website I'm working on. um, Are you going to showcase all of your gifts and talents on on one website? Are you going to have different sites? Oh, no, just one spot for the podcasting, books, and music. All right, now. Congratulations on your book launch, sir. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. It's still weird. I'm an author. Well, it's it's reality. Yeah, <laughs> it's real. It's real. Um, yeah, when I did my not, interview, did he he told me that like, dude, you you got you done something. Pay attention to it. Like, yeah, I guess I got to stop and look. Mm-hmm. I be moving too much. You have to take time to celebrate your victories. It's about the everyday victories. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was a lot of work doing it too. Yes. So celebrate, yes. And it's I did not know about this culture with authors in Metro Detroit. I did not know. That they're so supportive of one another. Yes, the the vibe is awesome. Yeah. For real. Really That's the truth. Now have you two I'll put this. Have you imagined this being the life you're living now? So is your question, are we living out the vision that we have always had for our lives? Is that what you're asking? Oh, yeah, I didn't say it right. Did you imagine the life you're living now being what Mm -hmm. you wanted? My bad. No, I just wanted to make sure that I understood so I could respond to your question Um you know what? I think I'll let Tisha go first. I'll let Tisha go first and then I will answer your question. Okay. Yeah. So uh, partially, this is part of the vision that I've seen for my life. I am, I am not near where I believe I'm being called to go. Uh, what, okay. I, what I definitely did see uh, before now was being self-employed. I did see walking away from a 21-year career so that I could um, call myself boss. I did see leaning on my husband and, and the Lord, and sometimes in that order and sometimes not in that order. Um, because, you know, when you, when you walk away from a six-figure salary, your home life might change a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I did see... Um, I did see community and I am beyond blessed for a community that's known as the Global Pep Squad, who is very supportive of the work that the Lord has called me to do. Uh, but this is just a, a, a moment on the bigger spectrum. So there is much more that I've already envisioned that I believe uh, will come to pass and that I'm working toward and that I'm trying to be obedient 
so that I can see those days and, and see these future times ahead. Uh, but I certainly saw self-employment um, years ago, and, and that's what I'm blessed to be able to do full-time along with a, a growing team of people who help me in my, my media production company. Okay. For me, as I share with you once before, and I'll share again, I think, you know, if I were to compare where I am today, I'm 37. Um, so when I look at my younger self, I think my younger self would be proud of who I am today. But to answer your question, did am I where I envisioned myself? I think that I always knew that I, that I had a special purpose, even when I did not completely fully understand what that purpose was. And I think that I understood from an early age that my life had purpose and that there was something greater than, than myself that I was supposed to do. But I don't think that I necessarily envision myself doing the things that I'm doing today. And that was just simply because I had some some challenges that I had to overcome. I used to be um, sick when I was younger. So I had epilepsy uh, up until the age of 13. And then I also had some challenges around my reading and decoding words. But what I can truly say is that I'm thankful uh, for family. I'm thankful for friends and community members who just at different points throughout my life uh, supported me along my journey. And I'm also thankful for my challenges because ultimately if I had not had the challenges that I did have, I can't truly say that I would have taken the path that I did to become an educator, to become a literacy leader within my community, or even to become a children's author and, and entrepreneur because now I own a for-profit company, Robin Wilson Educational Consulting LLC. And as I shared earlier, well, we focus on working with youth nonprofit organizations and I specialize in working to develop and design uh, literacy programs. That's my area of expertise. So I'm thankful for my challenges because my challenges actually gave way to what I now do. <laughs> and so, but I can't truly say that I've always seen myself being where I am, but I'm thankful for the journey. And again, I think that my younger self, <laughs> um, if I could go back, I think my younger self would be proud of who I am today. I believe so too. I know for me, my goal was to get out of the green uniform at Wayne State and finish my degree. And I've mm -hmm. been working on music, so I wanted to do that, but I didn't really know after that. And yeah. then when I didn't, I guess every college graduate got there, oh, they're going to hire me like that. No. <laughs> and I started getting depressed for a minute, like, wow, I'm still here. I was just wasting time. Mm -hmm. Then God had to talk to him like, 
it's still part of the journey. Keep being the hardest work in the road. Keep going forward. And I doing podcasting, doing this with you amazing people right now, that was nothing I envisioned at all. And the impact is starting to have. It's like, wow. I, if I put the work in, I believe it's going to pop, but I know how it would pop. I'm like, wow, this is LinkedIn is amazing. Yes. I learned about it in the class. <laughs> like, what is that? Business Facebook. Oh, okay, whatever. I didn't really stop. Like, you need to pay attention to that because, man, the love that I've been shown so far is amazing. And opportunities and people I've interacted with and what they're doing. Everybody during this different. It's amazing just to hear their stories on how they got to where they are and they want to give back. But that's rare. And thank you for not only sharing your journey with listeners, but thank you for allowing your listeners to share their journey to finding their purpose. Yeah, because I wasn't on that kick either, man. God just started hollering at a brother like, hey, write a book, make it about you, and help people find their purpose. Like, okay, whatever. And being obedient, wow. There's a lot of people out here that's trying to find themselves. And I used to watch Teen Summit back in the day. And it was a cool show on Saturday at noon. Real people talking about real stuff young people dealt with. So I always felt, well, if you want to become somebody, everybody can't be LeBron or Tom Brady. But you can work hard at whatever you're doing and get education or trade or come up with a business and get to where you're going. But if you see regular people excelling at it, that's going to cut back all those excuses in your mind saying you can't do it. Or people you know that might say you can't do it because, well, these people are doing awesome stuff. Mm -hmm. I at least got to try. Mm -hmm. And I hope so far anybody that's dealing with trying to find their purpose, hear all these amazing people's stories. Start with, let me try. Before I say I can't do it, let me at least try at finding my purpose and see what happens. Ask God first. Do the research. Then put the work in. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, and avoid the comparison trap. Because um, you know, purpose and success look different for every single purpose, you know, person. So you, you might think that somebody in your circle, in your squad, or someone that you look up to or aspire to be like, has everything going for them. And, and you know, in their private times, they might be the most miserable person you ever want to be. Mm -hmm. um, so, so success and celebrity and status don't mean a thing if you don't have health and wealth and not, and not financial wealth. Uh, wealth in your network or, or wealth of having richness of family and loved ones and people who care about you and tell you so and people who support you even if they don't buy your books they go get them you're gonna you're gonna sell five books today you're gonna sell five thousand books today let me introduce mm -hmm. you to somebody um yeah so, you know mm -hmm. being, support is very different i have a saying that currency isn't always green one of the things That's that awesome. I love about LinkedIn is that LinkedIn, you can find thousands and thousands and thousands of people who will mention your name in rooms full of opportunity, who will tag you 
and, and share a message about you to their network of 70,000 or 70 people. It, it, it just takes one person to catch on and be That's like, true. oh, like, wow, I've been waiting my whole life to hear this message or to read this material or to get to know somebody like that. LinkedIn has a great way of connecting people that way because there are great people willing to be connected on LinkedIn. Yes. Hey, LinkedIn, I love you. Be a sponsor. Just saying. Hey, let me tell you, James, when we get off this phone, I'll connect you to my friend at LinkedIn in the Detroit office. Oh, wow. You, you never know wow. where the introduction could lead to. You know, it's just saying awesome. things like that. Like you put that out there. And that's, that's right. for people who support you. They'd be like, hold up, I know somebody. Let me let me make an introduction. That's the easiest thing to do. It'll take, what, 120 characters in a LinkedIn direct message? It doesn't cost anything but a few moments of time. And who knows? Your show may be sponsored. Your next album may be sponsored. Your next event. You just don't know what the opportunities will, will turn out to be. But... I'm glad that you made that comment because had you never said that, I wouldn't have thought that you were thinking that because we can't read each other's minds, right? Hey, so I'm, gotta, I'm humble. I appreciate it, that. You, <laughs> you're welcome. We just got to make it plain to people. Just tell people what you like, what you want, what your hopes and your dreams are. Someone is going to hear a detail in there and help you along the way. That's, mm-hmm. that's what Robin did for me. Awesome. I mean, I'm all about paying it forward. And I, I appreciate both of you, really. And I was excited about this interview because um, part of the way that Tisha and I connected to do my book launch in um, November was because we were able to actually connect earlier this year for uh, her podcast because we were both a part of the leadership experience tour. And we both spoke on that platform in April and all while we were leading up to uh, the event, we were getting to know one another. Um, And her book, Daily Devotional uh, for Entrepreneurs is a book that um, I received for my birthday. And so um, I know Tisha, she mentioned her Uh, podcast series that she's now doing for the book and it's amazing and you know she was just um sharing thoughts about mentioning things that that you want to do because you never know who who can really um help you connect with the people that you need to connect with to make it happen and Tisha, when I called her, actually, I didn't call her. I, I text her uh, to ask her if she would be willing to moderate the launch for my book, Mama Got Rhythm, Daddy Got Rhyme. And then when she said yes, she said it's already on my calendar. Uh, I was just so excited. And she's awesome. actually how, yeah, she's actually how I connected with my publisher, Bristol Publishing, LLC. Uh, in New York City. Um, so there is power in uh, speaking speaking up and letting people know what you're trying to do. And I'm thankful for uh, Tisha's support. And I'm thankful for you, Jeffrey, for uh, reaching out because you reached out to me first 
And now see, now you're connected with Tisha and now you're getting ready to be connected to uh, LinkedIn, who I'm hoping will be a sponsor for your show. Me too, because I was asked by my brother-in-law this week, do you think about death? Like, no, I'm more concerned have I utilized all my talents to live out my purpose and help the people I need to help. Because not to me, not living your purpose is a waste of life. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to get my nonprofit where I can help people that's homeless have a place to go to get training, use as an address for a job and all that. Mm. But I got to get the paper up so I can get to that point. We should mm-hmm. have a conversation about that, Jackson, because sure. it may not take as much paper as you believe it might take. Because oh, okay. there are a lot of people who who have been homeless, um, and you can't tell by looking at them today. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people mm-hmm. that that subject resonates with. I I gotta say two things here. One is mm-hmm. I wanted to just say the name Jeanette Gadotti. She is the reason that Robin and I are are connected. We are we are all mutual friends, but. Jeanette bought the daily devotional for entrepreneurs for Robin's birthday and then found a way to get us connected on the leadership experience tour. But the the next thing that I want to say is about homelessness and the the ministry that you're about to launch. Um, And that is when I was 12, Mm -hmm. y'all, my mother had to leave our home in like one of those emergency situations uh, to preserve her life, she had to take my sister and I away from our home. And I remember my mom sleeping in her car and sending us for sleepovers at friends' homes. And then I remember we were able to make it into a homeless shelter. Um, we were there over Thanksgiving and Christmas one year when I was 12 years old. And the Thanksgiving meal was great. We were glad that we weren't eating out of cans that day that we actually had a hot meal. And then for Christmas, I was expecting zero gifts. We had no tree. Um, I was expecting nothing. And I was perfectly content with that. And then a group of women quilters came to the homeless shelter and presented every child with a very unique quilt. Wow. And And that quilt that I received more than 33 years ago has been my favorite Christmas gift. And so the the capacity that you have right now, Jeffrey, to launch this ministry and this nonprofit, you already have the support you need. And sometimes we're in our own way. Sometimes we're trying to perfect the plan before we actually go. It, it's a matter of registering the business with the state contacting the IRS, making the the right elections for what type of nonprofit you want to start and and making sure you get those exemptions for taxes. You and I should talk about this offline. I'd be happy to have the conversation with you. Oh, I'd be happy to hear the information because I'm like, well, become almost a billionaire, six figures, that'll give you the resources to build it and help the people. I guess... Probably not the smartest idea, but like, well, if you get the money together, you'll be able to do it. But I appreciate this knowledge. I learned something new. <laughs> and it helped. I, I, hey, I welcome all help. I bet yeah, you listeners. 
with Tisha. She's a small business cheerleader. For real. And, and I, I'm confident that between your listeners and, and Robin's community and, and the Global Pep Squad, there are enough resources to get started. It's just a matter of, you know, when, what the start date is, you know, when you, when you turn on the switch. But um, the resources are there. And, and hopefully you'll look into grant opportunities. I don't want to take up all the time speaking about that, but I'm glad you mentioned it. Hey, I don't have any more questions, so I'm not mad where the conversation is going because this is one <laughs> of the greatest ever because someone might try to or be wondering, how do I get started with if it's a book or a business? Y'all giving so much awesome knowledge right now. Oh, well, they better listen you. to this. <laughs> so I can say you'd be a fool not to because these well, people you. doing their thing. Wow. Well, thank you again, Jeffrey, for having us on. And, you know, if I could if I could just uh, leave your listeners with one word of encouragement as an entrepreneur and a children's author, I would just say to to know to know your audience, who do you want to impact and how do you want to impact their lives? So knowing your why will help you stay focused as you build your business or as you are uh, pursuing your writing career, um, know your why, because when you know your why, you can stay focused on the people uh, who you're trying to serve. And when you have a, a attitude and, and a focus on uh, serving others, um, it always comes back to you tenfold. Mm -hmm. Amen to the amen. Yeah, that was the last question for both of you. What advice do you have for authors and one about Christmas? What are you thankful for? Ooh. Robin, do you want to take the Christmas part? Oh, sure. Um, okay. I'm thankful for health. This year hasn't been uh, the easiest in, in terms of from a health standpoint, but I'm for uh, being in good health now. Um, and I'm also thankful for uh, my family and my friends. That's awesome. You answer both? Yeah, so a word of advice to authors and entrepreneurs, is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, a couple things. One, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Please be kind. Um, you never know how the kindness that you crave, when you give that out, it comes back to you, just like Robin is saying, tenfold, it comes back. Um, the other thing is, when you're setting out to do something such as write a book or launch a business, I, I don't recommend doing it alone, ever, ever, ever. I don't recommend starting alone. Uh, start with a team. Start with community. And that has been my theme for the last seven years in business is to have a team, start with community, surround yourself with people who have different skills than you do. Surround yourself with people who will not always say yes, who will offer some pushback and some, some better ideas than you may even have for your own business, who have a totally different set of skill sets, who support you, but aren't afraid to tell you no. Mm -hmm. right 
And then for Christmas, what am I grateful for? I am grateful to know that Jesus loves me. I'm grateful to wake up every morning next to the man of my dreams. I'm grateful that we've raised our children to adulthood and now we are enjoying our grandchildren. Um, two of our youngest grandchildren are celebrating um, you know, their first and second Christmas this year. And I'm awesome. so glad to be a part of those moments. Um, so many endless things to be thankful for. I'm thankful for a growing business and a growing team. Um, I'm thankful for being connected to, to Robin and to you and to your audiences. And, uh, I hope we can have these kind of conversations again, y'all. Oh, definitely. Amen. I mean, I appreciate y'all following me on my other social media pages. Yes. Keep keep producing programs that provide inspiration for others, Jeffrey. Yeah, I used to have tasks where I would stop posting those in the morning, but I would always have somebody say it helps them. So mm-hmm. I'm going to keep, as long as God keeps giving me the words to write, I'm going to keep putting them out every morning. I hear it. Because being obedient pretty much God will show in your life from what I'm seeing so far. Mm. Doing it your way don't always work. You might get there, but it might not be the way it needs to be. Right. If you did it with God's help. Yeah. Well said. It just flow better. Amen. So you can do church on this show. <laughs> you know what? Um, we could gotta give it to you. Where the choir at? Jeffrey's a choir. Come on. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh man, this new album. We. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, I gotta get. To, I gotta start mixing it. Ooh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> For real. Um, any final thoughts, either or any one of you? Uh, from me, uh, the merriest of Christmases and the happiest of holy days to all that will hear this broadcast. And I would also say Merry Christmas to everyone who's listening. I hope that you have a peaceful and restful holiday season with your family and loved ones. Yes. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask if you're around people. Because I've heard <laughs> other people recently tell me they got sick and they're getting better. I don't want mm-hmm. nobody to have those stories. Enjoy your family safely. Absolutely. Thankful because I did see earlier that a lot of people really ain't in the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. I get it. We thought the pandemic would be pandemic would be over with, but it's not. But God is still doing so much more that you hear. You waiting on the street, you got clothes, a job, a house, food. It's cold in Detroit. Some people trying to find somewhere to get shelter. Mm-hmm. So it's always something to be thankful for. It's not as bad as it mm-hmm. seems. And at the end of the day, you know, the Christmas spirit, we could have a whole show about that. Um, I'm looking to do a Christmas show. <laughs> you said it. And maybe have people they want to just join in and just talk about God's love or something. Maybe play a Christmas song here and there. Let them know don't own the rights to it. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a plan to me. You got it.
Yeah, think maybe do it. Cause I always post on Friday, so I think maybe do it tomorrow. And maybe just put out someone want to join the show, hit me up. I'll send the link. Make sure you get some takers. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> a lot of stuff you say, you made me a believer. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of wisdom over here. I, I, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Well, I want to thank you both for starting off season three with some mm-hmm. awesome information. I want to thank the small business cheerleader, Tisha Hammond. Hope I said it right. Tisha Hammond, thank you. Tisha, make sure I write that down and get it right. And the Robin Wilson Educational Consulting founder and CEO, Robin Wilson, for joining the show. They're going to be back again, giving a lot of information, knowledge to anybody trying to find a purpose, start a book, a business, or a reason for the season. Hope everybody have a great holiday. I'm going to play the outro, and it's going to hang up.